Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, Kate. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. I would like to send our listeners a friendly reminder. Okay. That they have two short days to win a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a Caveat Realtor t-shirt by submitting a review of our podcast, taking a screenshot of that review, and either direct messaging it to... Virginia Realtors on Instagram, which is at Virginia Realtors. That's or, hard. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Or emailing it to legal at virginiarealtors.org by 11.59 p.m. on June 20th, 2019. And I would like to say that that is a time is of the essence deadline, not an honor about deadline. Because I'm a lawyer and I got to go there. <laughs> if you send it to us at 12 o'clock a.m. on June 21st, you're out sorry and these are some pretty dope t-shirts i mean you can be styling this summer hardcore styling rocking our t-shirt it's not nerdy at all and i totally think that if whoever wins it should get one of the big boom boxes from like the 80s and wear a (laughs) t-shirt and blare the podcast from their boom box take a picture take a video send it to us What do you think? I'm sure that our marketing team will post it on our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Yes. Probably send uh, one of our rare all-member emails. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You could become famous within the realtor community in Virginia. For rocking our t-shirt, not for the hard work that you do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of t-shirts, let's talk about mineral rights. I was wondering how you were going to make that transition. (laughs) Smooth as always. Oh, yeah. When you think of mineral rights, you might just come take this journey through your imagination with me. All right, let's go. You might conjure up images of large coal mines or bubbling oil wells in the West Texas oil fields. Boy, is it hot out here. Texas forever, (laughs) y'all. And while we do have a large number of coal mines in the southwestern part of the state... Mineral rights are an important issue for homeowners in every part of the state. That's true. So let's take a look at how mineral rights are conveyed from one person to another. So, Kate, if I wanted to give you mineral rights, let's talk about how that happens. Give them to me. All right. So the default is that the rights to minerals that exist under a piece of property are conveyed along with the land itself. If no one has sold the mineral rights for your property before and then you sell your house, the purchaser owns both the house and the mineral rights. Got it? Cool. Got that. However. Okay. Of course, let's continue our journey. There's an exception because we're attorneys. The owner of the property can separate the mineral rights and convey them in a separate transaction from the land. I wonder if they get lonely being separated. I would think so. Yeah. The minerals want to be with the land and the land with the minerals. Yeah. The seller can do this in a couple of ways. Let's, Let's... Let's hear about them, Laura. All right. So first, the seller can convey the land to somebody else, but retain the mineral rights. Maybe they're just not ready to let them go. (laughs) The whole time. 
hold on to that money, honey. Yeah. So I can sell you my house in Big Stone Gap, but I can keep the rights to the coal scene that runs underneath the house. And that's assuming I had those rights when I bought the house. A seller can do this by including a statement in the deed that conveys the land but reserves the mineral rights. So, Kate, how else can we make these poor minerals sad? Oh, so sad. The seller can convey the mineral rights but retain the land. So you love the land but maybe not the coal. Or maybe you love money more than you love coal. (laughs) The seller might want to do this if he or she doesn't want to sell the land but also has no interest in mining the minerals him or herself. To do this, the seller would prepare a separate mineral deed for the purchaser. And then finally, the seller can convey the land to one party and the mineral rights to a third party. And that would require two separate deeds. Okay. 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 Got it. Yeah, I'm with you. Once a seller separates the land from the mineral rights, once they're partitioned. Yep. Separated. They do not automatically convey in future transactions. That makes sense. Right? Right. Subsequent home deeds won't refer to the fact that the mineral deeds aren't included. Uh Uh-oh. What does this mean? It means the title search is super important. Really. Super, very. Really super. I cannot, like, I would underline and bold this if this was in writing. And if we were little kids trying to fill out a uh, book report, we'd add very lots and lots of times. Like, maybe an entire page (laughs) worth. Right? Yes. So if the mineral owner and the property owner are two different people, what rights does the mineral owner have? And typically, those rights include the right to use the surface of the land to access the minerals owned. That means he or she could build a mine on your property to access a coal seam underneath or build roads or other improvements necessary to extract the mines. So, I mean, hey, cool, you get a new road. Not so, hey, cool, that it, you have no control over where on your land it goes. Definitely seems like there could be some risk. Um, but let's take a look at the Virginia Code section. And Code section 55-154.2 says that except as otherwise provided by the deed, the holder of mineral rights has full right to the shell, chamber, passage, and space opened underground to remove the minerals. If your client wants to transfer something other than this presumption, he or she should talk to a mineral rights attorney regarding how to draw up a deed. Yes, that's... I didn't... I didn't know that existed. I didn't either. Did you know that you could have been a mineral rights attorney? That was not presented to me in law school. Are you going to leave me and go become a mineral rights attorney and chase your dream? No, shan't. Okay, good. Because I really don't want you leaving. I'm... You're stuck with me. Excellent. That's kind of what I wanted to hear. (laughs) So we want to take a second here to acknowledge natural gas as a particularly tricky mineral because it's a gas. And unlike coal, which stays put, natural gas can flow freely from one property to another because, you know, it's a gas. And I'm not talking about the 1950s fun. I'm talking about (laughs) the, the third state of matter. Um... That means you can be sitting on top of a pocket of natural gas, but someone can drill into that same pocket from a parcel half mile or further away and deplete your supply. Wow. Shady people. This is just enlightening. Oh, yeah? What happens if that happens? Let me tell you. Yeah. Because I know the answer. Good. Because I want to hear the answer. The State Gas and Oil Board can designate someone as a unit operator who can then produce and sell the gas. 
Additionally, the owner can negotiate private lease terms with a major gas producer. If there are conflicts, the owners may be force pooled under a board order. This will ensure that all of the owners are paid for the gas they own, regardless of where the drill is located. Well, that's good. So somebody can't be shady and steal your gas. Sneaking under your property from, from an angle. Right. All right. Steal steal your gas. So there are a lot more ins and outs to natural gas ownership. And in fact, the more way more than we can ever hope to cover in this podcast. So we're going to end our discussion of natural gas by saying that if you or your clients are affected by natural gas rights, you should contact an attorney who is knowledgeable in mineral rights. And that's not Kate. You don't get to steal Kate from me. She's staying put. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an expert in mineral rights either. So full disclosure. You could be. I might be. Check back in next year. You're we'll sm- see. You're a smart cookie. You'd learn it. I'd learn. What does this mean for you as a real estate professional? I think that's the burning question that our most of our listeners would have because you're probably not mineral rights attorneys who already know this. First, there's a standard line that you must only disclose material adverse facts pertaining to the, say it with me, physical, physical condition, condition of, of the, the property. property of which you have actual knowledge. There is no requirement, none, nada, zilp, 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 zero requirement for you to investigate issues regarding mineral rights. In fact, as of July 1st, 2019, the Residential Property Disclosure Act will contain a provision stating that the owner makes no representations regarding any conveyances of mineral rights as may be recorded among the land records affecting the property. This will also be on the disclosure packet provided to purchasers on VREB's website. So it's squarely into that buyer beware category. Let's talk about how we can limit your risk. Let's go. How can you limit your risk? If you're on the buyer side, make sure that your buyer is aware that the seller is making no representations with regards to mineral rights for a property. Advise them that the rights might not necessarily run with the house they're buying, and if they have additional questions, you should absolutely direct them to a title company and or mineral rights attorney. For sellers, make sure that they are aware that the default is to convey both the property and the underlying mineral rights, but that they can split those up if they want to, and that's assuming that they still own the mineral rights. So, Kate, why don't you give us a brief message from our sponsor before we take it to the legal hotline? BHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit vhda.com. Take it to the legal hotline. All right, Kate. My company listed a property with settlement scheduled soon. The buyer just find out, found out that the builder of the townhouse development retained the mineral rights, and now the buyer wants out. Can they do that? Favorite answer. It depends. Yep, that is. That's a great answer. (laughs) The buyer could argue there was no meeting of the minds because he thought he was buying the property all the way down to the Earth's core. That's pretty hot. Hot, hot, hot. This will depend on the language of the individual contract. So if the seller wants to fight, he or she should definitely look into retaining an attorney. If the owner is selling raw land, no buildings on it, do they have to disclose that the mineral rights don't convey? 
Well, the Residential Property Disclosure Act only applies to properties with one to four residential units. So in this case, the seller would not need to provide that Residential Property Disclosure Act form. So if you're working with a buyer who's buying raw land with no uh, residential structures on it, you as the buyer agent may want to make them aware of this yourself. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us, especially in the next two days when you can enter to get yourself a t-shirt. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Those members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully, by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license. Boy, it felt like that disclaimer might have come out in a cavern where minerals had been excavated. Narrator's voice. It was not known in a cavern.